Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered. This is me, Serene Sidhu. And Evelyn. So today, what we're going to do is we're going to have another reaction video. But this time, I'm going to pick. And um, I've uh, not actually watched the entire thing. I've only watched half of it. And I'm interested in knowing her opinion and also your opinion if you have any. So this is about, this is a very, it's an unspoken poetry uh, by this girl called Aranya Johar. She's from India and she speaks really well. And um, she stands up for causes regarding, in regards to women. Okay. And so this is, the title is A, Brown's, A Brown Girl's Guide to Beauty. We'll leave okay. the link down below yeah. if you guys want right. to watch the So thing. this applies to a lot of people, you know, a lot, all girls who actually have insecurities towards their colour of their skin, you know. So I want you to watch it and I want you to tell me what you think. I've been slapping my face with fairness creams every face wash was a slap in the face because I was a skin tone which was ugly my chest was too small for a girl who just hit puberty and my skinny waist and unhealthy thigh gap was the only thing I wore confidently around I had a voice and opinion but they muted my sound probably because I was told boys only like girls who were fair and lovely my cousin brother starving himself because skinny abs were easier to obtain than a healthy diet he read about actors doing juice diets and decided he wanted to try it. All because there wasn't a single GQ or man's world that didn't have abs embossed. We forget that beauty for men also comes with the cost. And it asks for a penny for your thoughts but I heard being healthy is wealthy and it's both we've lost. I am the colour of the strong fragrant tea. Auntie sips are nonchalantly remarking. Bipasha would be prettier if she was fair. The colour of our skin dictates our beauty and that's not the only thing that's unfair when we brown girls revolt against our own deflections every single time an Indian magazine puts a light-skinned girl on a cover calling her brown. I asked my mother to get me healthy, yellow paste over yellow paste because anything is better than brown, anything is better than dark, only light-skinned with European features are considered art. My friend's face is covered with cream more than his girlfriend's kisses. He flinches every time she says she accepts him for his true colours. How do I teach him to embrace the colour of his skin when she keeps gifting him fairness creams, his daily baptism with sunscreen to protect him from suntans, men lathering themselves to the same behind closed doors because apparently being insecure makes you less of a man. When I was asked to be an idol body type, I was taught they want the curvy chick but not the cellulite, they want the big butt but not the thick thighs, they want the talk small but the waist smaller, they want the heart big but the chest bigger. And often women of gender reiterate these thoughts but you see it's internalized, it's what we've been taught. So I asked my ma, instead of looking for grooms who are fair, let's look for grooms who treat people fairly. Because the colour of someone's skin isn't what we should consider when we look to marry. Virtues, belief, opinion and decisions scale larger than his stand on a fairness scale. Forget Snow White, say hello to Chocolate Brown, I'll write my own fairy tale. There isn't a single person who isn't pulled apart by these expectations. Brown girls struggle getting the right foundation. Boys constantly doing weight calculations. We're all more than our coloration and body types because you and I, we're all alike. With the hope of being able to someday love another, let's begin by being our own first lovers. Because people aren't made to fit or custom made, it's time we realize love comes in all shapes and shades. It's time we loved all shapes and shades. Brilliantly in her houses. That's actually very interesting. 
interesting because she also talks about guys uh, losing weight yeah. and also not just girls. Oh my God. So it's, uh, it's a different perspective to look at and also like how, like I have a fair skin so I can't really say much about it. It, it but, applies to you, yeah. It, it is but you. I do feel the stereotype of being Asian because I have like smaller eyes and stuff like that but I don't know. Do you feel like people judge you by your skin type? Yeah, I do because, okay, so being a Punjabi girl there are either you are too fair or either you are medium or either you are a tasty color or you're just brown like really really you know Tyra Banks brown okay and um, thankfully my friends the circle of friends that I have they, we don't look at each other that way because I mean we're all Punjabis anyway we all have pores behind our names so we don't see that differently but we, we are aware of the society that we live in that there are people who would not want to sit next to you because you're a bit darker than them and but I'm just happy because right now I can't relate to it because in our generation right now we are we are advocating so much about tan skins we are okay with the color now Fenty Beauty you know may it be Huda Beauty Maybelline these kind of brands they are endorsing so many products or foundations which has so many range of colors you know to people who are darker skin or fairer skin and that you can have your you, you, you can embrace your own skin color and you can look beautiful in it but from what she said I think it's because she's coming from a really strong background of you know being an Indian in India which you know in those days we have at least those kind of people who would look at you very differently I don't know if you can relate to this at all because you're not Indian but like what you said about you being Asian and you know with different features and I'm sure a lot of people have said a lot about your culture that you guys are maybe not all that and that um, at least the other like other races have different benefits but it's not like that people just need to understand how to accept one another because we bleed the same color of blood mm. you know at the end of the day but there is still speculations about you're only prettier if you're fairer you know and you're not something to look at if you're darker or you're if you're like in a different skin tone what do you think? I, I do say because I grew up in the States so I was like the only Asian girl in the in the school but it wasn't really that um, bad? different yeah. yeah it wasn't really that bad. bad for me because everyone was fair everyone was very open I guess we are still kids so we don't really care, care? much yeah. about skin color I do want to say that I do see it as I grow older like I was there for 9 years I do see like how black people are treated differently less mm. than white people it's just like a feeling like they might not know it they might not realize it but I felt it maybe I'm too sensitive in a way but um, I do feel like sometimes the skin color determines if you can sit there or not if you can you know like the mean girl oh you can sit oh, that yeah, scene <laughs> that's true and yeah. also when it comes to careers when it comes to jobs these days I think recently uh, a particular politician came up with a statement that one should stop asking uh, one should stop hiring staffs and employees who can speak certain kind of languages like it doesn't mean that if you cannot speak Mandarin if you cannot speak Tamil you are not wanted in a company who is being led by a Chinese or an Indian you know it, it doesn't make sense you're, you're, you're generalizing your race people and it's really not fair I think, I think a Malay should be allowed to work in an 
Indian environment, in a Chinese environment. And has anyone ever thought about the benefit that if you actually yeah, work in a in, in a multiracial scale, you learn so much from each other. I mean, you know, when it comes to celebrations, languages, ideas, creativity, thinking. It's not just uh, personal learning, yes. I believe. It's like a whole cro- company you can learn and grow. Like sometimes, because I work in a group of uh, colleagues, we have like multicultural colleagues and sometimes when I suggest something or when other people suggest something, um, one of my Malay friends will be like, oh no, we can't do that because it will be very sensitive for this ethnicity or this uh, certain people in Malay uh, in the Malay culture. And I'm like, oh, I didn't think about that because yeah. it's not in my culture. So having like a very diverse uh, space... Yeah, it educates you, you know? Yeah, it is very beneficial. I, I think people... I, I, I do think like generations now are very open. Yeah, they are. It's just like much. the older generation, they are more like stereotype like Chinese is always the stingy and greedy one Indians are always the I don't know I don't they know. would probably pick a fight somewhere or they're yeah. you're, you're very loud and even Punjabis mm. like like they think we are probably very loud people mm. and uh, we're very extroverted in the way we speak mm. but we're just very happy friendly people yeah. they're, 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 and we just want to you know um, what's the word we, we just want to socialize and make friends we don't we ourselves okay so being a Punjabi the reason okay okay a biggest example of being generalizing into uh, one culture the reason if you see all Punjabis how do you know if, if someone's Punjabi a girl will always have a core and a man always have a sing core means princess and sing means lion oh. why because in uh, I, I think the year was 1699 I think okay and um, our 10th guru, so we have 10 gurus in our in our religion. So our 10th guru uh, is Guru Gobind Singh Ji. So he's the youngest. And he, uh, on Vasaki, I think. Oh my God, I think I'm getting it wrong. Please don't kill me. But yeah. And then, <laughs> okay. So at one point, he, he wanted to stop this caste system. Because we have caste systems. I don't know if you, I, I don't think you guys have caste systems. Yeah, but we have caste systems. So if you're a Sidhu, it means that you're this rank and if you're a gil you're like this rank if you're a rindawa you're like that rank so there's so many like our last names technically represent our caste um, and also our you know our, our background and all that but he generalized he said all men need to have sing need to have sing and all women need to have um, core because women are equal men are equal that's why so if our guru at that era could think of something like that and if we are practicing something like uh, otherwise from that, I think we're just really shallow-minded people, mm. narrow-minded people, honestly. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I do believe like equality everywhere, like no matter who you are, what color skin you have. Yeah, because like, if we if we were practicing this now, mm. I wouldn't be sitting next to her because she's you know she's Chinese and she wouldn't be sitting next to me because I'm yeah. a, a different color. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm glad that we have surpassed that whole. Yeah. I'm sure that some, some people who are not there yet. So so what do you think people, for like those like-minded people, what do you think are steps that we have to take for them to be more open to people like different color skin or languages? Like what is the step? They need to mix with people like that. They, I feel like, the thing is because they're already so rooted in their, in their stand, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure if they're open to the idea of learning. Being, yeah, approach. learning. It's, it's just like how some people are okay with are not okay with being gay and lesbian. Are mm. not being okay. Uh, are not okay being around them. See, even thunder breeze. But yeah, like like that's my point. So it's it's really difficult. But I think one of the ways you can do is probably just read about it. 
please just read about it understand the subject you know and that it's becoming it's not a norm it's it is a norm right now and that it's not a problem anymore and the problem actually lies within you if you're not going to be acceptive towards accepting towards changes mm. yeah times have changed times times have all like yeah. really changed so i I w- want to believe like everyone is on the same boat of wanting to be better and wanting to yeah. improve yeah. but there are people out there who are fixed minded they just whatever it is that worked before it will work like in the future so yeah. that they don't want to change like what what do you do about that that's a very good question maybe wait until they all die out no <laughs> we can't do that that's the thing we need people to voice out we need people to speak yeah. about it you know this is just something where we just keep it behind our heads and we understand like we look at someone okay the person doesn't like that person just because the person's you know a, a different skin color and it's not we need to tell the person why are you doing that ask them and let's just hear what they say and if you defer to what they say then talk about it i think people don't want to talk about things anymore you need to talk about it that's how fights can be prevented um misunderstandings can be can be solved what do you think what do you think they should but do but if like If for example someone is stereotyping and I would be like oh so why are you stereotyping it feels like I am starting the argument no you're not you it also depends on how you approach the person i guess mm. you need to probably make a disclaimer first like look dude i just want to ask you something but i you know we're friends and we know each other for a very long time or for a very short time or whatever but i just want to know what your opinion is what if what if it's a stranger like you see them doing something wrong like what do you do hey can i just ask you Why did you just stereotype the person? I don't know. It all I think it all depends on approach. Mm, I feel like not a lot of people would. Because for me, I, I, for me, I would go to a stranger and be like, "Hey, you're doing something wrong." Like, yeah, that would be offensive. Like, I would just be like, "Okay, you do you," but I know that you have this negative energy, and I don't want to be any. Yeah, yeah, correct. But then, don't you think it's a social responsibility for you to just maybe put it out there, like, "Dude, I know you don't need my opinion." I'm just gonna give it anyway because I feel like we're all human beings. We're all one human race, and we need to help each other. And I just need you to know that um, why? Okay, what what do you think it's good by doing that? I feel like because when we do that, we are sort of already saying whatever you're doing is wrong. Like they are wrong, but their mindset, they are right. So they would always come back at you with their arguments. And I'm afraid if we approach them like that, they would. Hold their yeah, opinion they, more they strongly. They would feel attacked. I get it. They will hold their opinions more strongly, and we won't be pulling them to our side. We'll pull them further away. That's what I was. Thinking. Okay, that makes sense. What I would think is, people need to be more educated. Yeah. But I just don't know how people can. That's get the educated. thing. You see, in our education system, we have studies like moral, civic, these kind of education where we look down a lot upon. I know in our school back in our school we used to be like oh it's just civic you know you just learn about ethnicity and culture but it's really important because from there we learn you know in Malay we say so that we can um uh mengerakkan lagi hubungan silaturahim and things like this this is really it's actually important because it's going to take you very far one day in your working world in and what if you actually engage in an inter in an interracial marriage will your families be okay with it mm. you know it speaks a lot so it starts from very very young you need to be educated since you were like a kid so that you understand the change like i think people in the western side are more open it to the uh, compared to the asian side that's what i believe she's from the states i think she would know um and i think we asians we lack in that education and we need to emphasize on it more mm. 
well, education is well. It's another topic that we should also touch on because I have a very strong opinion about our education system. Like everything is just textbook based. Everything is just it's just like theory. It's just theory. Yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about that in some other days. But like people that are not open to changes, they are not open to learning more. So they won't be educated. So that's like the issue there. Yeah. So leave your suggestions on how we can educate them. Maybe Thank you. Watching this podcast <laughs> and listening to this. So yeah. that's about it for today. I hope that you liked what we um, uploaded. Yeah. yeah, and discussed about. If you have any other videos that you think we should react about, put them in the comments. So till then, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so till then, um, we will see you next time. Yeah, I'm Serene and I'm Evelyn. Thank you for tuning in. Bye. Bye. You're like <laughs> eating that thing. <laughs>